So you've reached the critical benchmark in your journey in purchasing a home. And I think it's the second major milestone, first one being obtaining the mortgage pre-approval itself. Second one is getting the accepted offer. And now that you have the accepted offer, the real journey begins. And that starts with the home inspection. So today I have with me one of my go-to inspectors, Ryan Kuhn, and he's going to dive into some really important insights and give some really valuable pointers on the home inspection process itself. So stick around and we're gonna dive in right after this. Welcome to New Jersey Living, the podcast, where we explore all things New Jersey real estate. I'm your host, Corey Jones, real estate agent with Coldwell Banker, team leader of the New Jersey Living Group. We're a team of experienced agents who specialize in residential sales in several counties ranging from Bergen County in northern New Jersey to Ocean County down the shore. On this podcast, we will talk to real estate experts, local business owners, community leaders, and town officials to get the inside scoop various towns in New Jersey. We'll discuss everything from the latest market trends to featured local attractions with dining, recreation, and entertainment. Whether you're a current resident, a prospective buyer, or just curious about New Jersey real estate, we have something for you. So sit back, relax, and join us for a conversation about all things New Jersey living. Welcome. So I am with Ryan Kuhn, and I'm going to give him an opportunity just to intro himself, get a little background about himself and his company. And we're going to start really diving into the topic of the home inspection, what it is, what that process looks like, and what a potential buyer really need to have as a takeaway from that process. All right, Ryan, go ahead. Corey, it's good to be here. Always good to see you. Absolutely. Um, my name is Ryan Kuhn from Housemaster Home Inspections of Central New Jersey. Uh, I am a licensed New Jersey home inspector. I've been licensed for about, I think it's eight years now. Um, I come from a very large family business. My uh, grandfather actually left corporate America in the 70s and started a home inspection company. Um, later on, my mother got involved into the business. My father's been doing home inspections here in central New Jersey for a long time, well over uh, 35 years at this point. So um, I got into it when I graduated college. And yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun journey for the past almost a decade at this point. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Good, good to know. It's, it's nice to have uh, insights on the background uh, of a home inspector. I, uh, Ryan and I have been doing some work for a couple of years together now. Uh, and one of the things that I value every time I am recommending a home inspector, because there's times where um, a client will just ask for one. Yeah. There's times they ask for a list, right? Yeah. And it's great to, when I can give a list, they can call up and get that type of insight and experience and What's valuable to me, obviously, is the, you know, the the professionalism is a big piece of that, right? Yeah. So someone who is responsive, someone who uh, can really provide the detailed insights of their service. If someone calls up and asks, okay, exactly what do you do and at what price? Uh, the price is definitely very on par and reasonable and, and uh, something we're going to get into eventually, I know, but the actual report itself. Yeah. Uh, because I've seen reports of all varieties. Some are not really easy to read. Some is like a, you know, it's like a manual of, of just like content to read with yeah. no visual. Uh, so I, I really appreciate that about uh, Ryan Services as well. But we're going to start with the question of, and this is something if I am a buyer and I'm looking to start my process, inspect that property, what does the home inspection do for me? Like the DNA, what is it? What isn't it? So a home inspection by definition is a third party independent evaluation of the condition of a home. So we're there to go through and make sure uh, we're there to determine how old everything is, 
what kind of condition it's currently in, uh, whether something needs to be serviced, repaired, how to maintain certain systems of the home, um, or maybe you just generally need to start budgeting for certain upgrades throughout the house so that you, as the home buyer, have an understanding of kind of what you're walking yourself into. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly, what to maintain, and what to anticipate for the future. Um, you know, to boil it real down, it, it really comes down to we're there to ensure the safety and functionality of the house and, you know, how make sure it's all working properly. Got it. Got it. And what, what are some things, and you've, I'm sure, encountered all types of clients with all kinds of questions, because I have had some that they perceive the home inspector to be a expert contractor in all things, right? Yeah. And want a detailed analysis or a quote or so kind of give us insights on what what it's not, right? What what kind of not to expect. So um, I'll be the first to admit, as a home inspector, we are by profession, we are generalists, you know. So we know a lot about the house and the entirety of it, but we are not specialists in each system. Right. Um, so one thing uh, that a lot of clients are You'll notice when you get the reports, a lot of you are going to recommend further evaluation. Right. Um, and so while we're going through the house and while we know a lot about everything and we're looking at a roof or a heating and cooling system, one thing I get asked a lot is, you know, every time I talk to a client before the inspection, I always ask, you know, is there anything you were concerned about? Is there anything that kind of came up top of mind? And one thing that comes up a lot is code. You know, I want to okay. make sure the house is up to code. Uh, and a home inspection is not a code evaluation. Right. Um, a lot of what we're looking for, a lot of the safety issues we point out, usually goes hand in hand with code, um, but we're not there to go through the home and make sure, you know, everything is up to date. Uh, it's a little unrealistic, to be totally honest. Um, but that's one thing I always let the client know, you know, we're not doing a code evaluation, but we're doing a safety evaluation. So there's, you know, a lot of it goes hand in hand, but they are two separate services, really, um, that we're doing as part of the inspection. Or and to that point, um, every town's code is not aligned perfectly one with yeah, the other. which is why we're really not looking at code is, you know, there are kind of national standards, the right. IRC, but every township is going to have their own little intricacies and certain things. So uh, we're more kind of, like I said, the generalist. Right, right. Got it, got it. So to that point of client asking up front, and I've been there with you when you've asked them, you know, any general concerns, uh, there are kind of those big ticket items that they are coming prepared with, yeah. right? So based on your experience, I'll give my insights on that as well, because uh, these are things that we even look at when we're viewing the house before yeah. we even get to the point of yeah. scheduling inspection. Um, but what tends to be those bigger items and what are those major items that you would say, I wouldn't worry about this so much as another? That's a loaded question. Yeah. Uh, I will say you can tell a lot just based on the age of the house. Uh, mm -hmm. And so when you're going through and you're looking at homes with your realtor um, or by yourself or with, with whoever, if you can kind of get the age of the house, you can kind of already start to get an idea of some of those bigger things that might come up. And, okay. you know, the older the house is, the more likely are you to have some of those issues. Uh, a specific example would be, you know, if you have an older home purchasing pre-1950s, you're more going to be concerned with asbestos, old knob and tube wiring, um, you know, getting into the 60s, 70s, and 80s, federal Pacific panels, aluminum wiring. Um, foundation concerns are obviously something we're looking for on every house, regardless of the age. Uh, one thing that I always, I, and I, I beat a dead horse because I talk about this all the time, is uh, grading and drainage issues around the exterior. Right. Because a lot of times, um, you know, those can lead to real serious issues on the interior of the house. And so, um, yeah, some of the major things I would say would be older electrical, asbestos, environmental concerns, mold, and foundations would really be kind of the main larger concerns. 
And uh, that points to one topic that always comes up invariably, and that has to do with uh, moisture penetration, because this is something that we look at as just realtors, and we are nowhere near you know, the realm of expertise of an inspector or a contractor, in most cases, but you do have some realtors I know that are, uh, do have that background. Um, but moisture penetration tends to be a major issue. And just get in, delve into that a little bit, why it's such a big issue. I could talk about that forever. <laughs> um, but what a lot of people don't understand is that when you have moisture in a house, it's not a single issue. It's not, oh, you have a little bit of moisture in the basement. Uh, that moisture can lead to a lot of other issues downstream in the home. Not uncommon that, you know, I'll go into a big, beautiful house Everything looks nice and clean. You go up into the attic space and there's mold issues up there. And the client will be, well, where's that water coming from? You know, you need to have water and moisture when you have mold. And a lot of times you go down into the basement and either it'll be a damp basement. Um, they might have multiple humidifiers running on multiple HVAC systems. And so a lot of times that'll contribute to mold issues elsewhere in the house. Um, so when you have that moisture down in a basement area or in a lower level or wherever, it's, it's always... It's always really something you want to be keen on during the inspection because that, like I said, can lead to mold issues elsewhere throughout the house. And also water is devastating in the sense that it, it causes a lot of foundation concerns as well. Um, nine out of 10 times when you go down into a basement and there's significant cracking going on, if you walk around to the outside of the house, it's usually like a concrete patio is sloped towards the foundation. Right. So all that water will get into the soil and it's very heavy and it puts pressure and stress on the foundation. So, um, you know, water's... I always say it every time I say it on every inspection, water causes almost every single problem within a house. And you want to do almost everything possible to mitigate moisture concerns within the home because that'll keep the rest of the house nice and clean. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and I can tell you from my standpoint of general, just taking clients out and educating. It's a lot of an education process in general for a yeah. first-time buyer particularly, yeah. right? Uh, and from a maintenance standpoint, um, those big-ticket items tend to be your roof, uh, your windows and your your heating system. Yeah. Those tend to be bigger cost items when it's time to replace. Of right. Course. So I uh, always look for those things. Uh, but then I point out, you know, also that inspection is going to re reveal a lot more than that. All right. And it's going to come up in the report. So that's the thing that I really wanted to get insights on your experience with, because uh, I'm pretty sure you've seen reports from other companies, other yeah. other inspectors. I have seen my share as well. Talk a little bit about your report and how you make it really uh, client-friendly, that they can understand it and, and really really utilize it the way they need to? So uh, that is one of the most important things is the inspection is the report itself. Um, my report, I like to, everything is going to be graded on a satisfactory, fair, and poor grading scale. Satisfactory, give me things that are in good shape, they're functional, things you don't really necessarily need to worry so much about. The fair items are generally going to be kind of minor cosmetic issues, maintenance issues, uh, maybe appliances that are older, they're in really good condition, but you know, they're older, you should anticipate some of the upgrades. Um, and then the poor items are going to be kind of the larger, harder hitting projects. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the HVAC system doesn't work. Um, there's a mold concern down in the basement area. And so when you go through my report, it's very clear to understand minor maintenance concerns and smaller items versus the larger issues. Um, it's actually funny, I had, I was looking over another home inspector's report last week, from another agent who wanted to get a second opinion and the inspection was incredibly thorough, but the report, it was a mess and you go through it and it made small minor issues look like these major problems. 
Um, and it was a, you know, it was 15, 15, it was 150 pages long. Oh, wow. It was a, it was okay. a long, yeah, it was a long yeah. report. And so my recommendation is whether you use, you know, me or another home inspector when calling around, you should always ask the inspector, can I see a sample of yes. your report? Absolutely. Um, cause you'll notice the differences, you know, every report's gonna be a little different. Every inspector, even within their own company, um, if it's a multiple inspector firm, even those reports are going to be slightly different. You know, the verbiage is going to be a little bit, a uh, little different. So I like to make my reports clear, concise, give all the information that is necessary and needed. And so that they can use it for, you know, if there's any negotiations or anything like that. Right. And just as a maintenance checklist, checklist post inspection. Absolutely. And, and I, I think it is worth noting because I learned to not to assume that it will be the case, but a report should have photos, right? It should be yes. imagery along with yeah. it. I've yeah. seen reports with not one, it's all narrative, Yeah. right? And that's why I mean it's like a manual, reading yeah. something that's just is written intensive, but you don't have those visuals to point out. And that's what it was for a long time. It was actually funny. I showed up to a home inspection this past summer where my father did the inspection on the property 25 years ago. Right. And the seller had the original inspection report, carbon copied paper, everything was handwritten. Okay. And that's what it was, though. But right. um, yeah, with all technology nowadays, it's easy to add the, the photos to, to kind of back up what you're saying in the report. Right. Um, yeah, photos, recommendations, videos even. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and wanted to also touch on, we're on the topic of the report. There's also uh, auxiliary services, if you will, with uh, utilities and even, uh, you know, someone wants security as an option, ADT. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. So one service that kind of separates us from other companies is once the inspection is complete, you're getting closer to the closing table. Uh, we offer a utility connection service. And what they do essentially is, you know, a lot of buyers don't understand when you're closing in the house, you got to switch those utilities over yep. and it's, it's not fun. It takes time, um, a lot more time than people realize. And there's a million different options as far as utilities. So what we do is we run a connection service uh, essentially to get all that information available for the client. They get all the local service providers available, what the different packages are, different, pri different pricing options. Um, and what it's really designed to do is streamline that process for the buyer. And so they can pick and choose who they want, and they don't have to go and call a million different companies uh, and waste a ton of time. It's a completely free service that we offer. Um, Got it. Basically, there's no information. Well, you need you know social security information, stuff like that. You're dealing with utilities, right. uh, but the whole idea is to um, save time and energy from the buyer having to spend you know all that time calling different right. utility companies. And and security is in one of those options. Yeah. Right? So security, internet, cable, um, obviously water, gas, the uh, electric, the main services. Uh, but yeah, if you're interested in ADT. Uh, security options, internet, all that is going to be part of it. Oh, that's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. So that pretty much covers, you know, those core topics. The so one thing that I wanted and I just came top of mind right now, do you often encounter um, sellers in preparing to sell their home to do a pre-inspection? Because that comes up every now and again, but how often do you come It's around? not that often. Yeah. Uh, but we do do this uh, listing inspections, people call them. Yeah. Um, I wish they were more common. Um, but yeah, it's, I would say maybe 10% of our inspections will be listing inspections. Yeah. Um, there are reasons why people do them. There are reasons why people don't do them. I always recommend them so that sellers can kind of get ahead of everything moving Absolutely. forward. That's the main reason why. Um, but yeah, it's not as popular as I'd like them to be. Particularly with, uh, I mean, it really is for any home, but particularly older homes, um, some sellers who have maintained their home fairly well, they yeah. still may not see these other issues that are going to come up. Yeah. Right. So, uh, Definitely, it's something that I present as an option when I'm working with some of my um, 
uh, seller clients just to consider, just to be uh, prepared for what is to come. So this is, uh, again, a great opportunity just to sit down with uh, an inspector who uh, does a lot of business. And I want to say he's mentioned Central Jersey. I find myself using Ryan for both Central as well as Northern. So just give a little clarity. Yeah. What, how much territory do you cover? Well, I love the term Central Jersey because it's a little ambiguous. You know, if you live in New Jersey, <laughs> yes. it kind of you know it's a lot of the state. So yes. um, I really cover almost all of North Jersey, generally speaking, uh, and I go far as, as far south as kind of like Ocean, Burlington County area. Uh, the majority of what I work is kind of like that Central Jersey band, you know, Somerset and those surrounding areas. Right. Um, but I, yeah, Central Jersey. I love that term because <laughs> yes. I kind of go anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get some of that on. Uh, some of my YouTube commentary, right, with yeah. uh, some episodes that I say we're in North Jersey. And I generally, in my YouTube episodes, if I'm within an hour commute to Manhattan, yeah, that's the same I'll thing say, you know, kind of north. Yeah. But realistically, you can be in Middlesex, yep. right, almost where we are right now, yeah. and be about an hour, but it's more central. Yeah, so I'm based out of Somerset County, and I do that same thing. I'm like within, within like an hour, maybe an hour and a half drive, which is, yeah. that's most of the state. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Good a portion of it. Yeah. Uh, so I want to thank you, Ryan, again, for coming out. Um, I almost called Ryan Mike, his dad, Mike is his dad, uh, but because it is a family business. But, yes, if you uh, want to get some insights uh, from Ryan about the uh, business, Ryan, just let, let us know where we can contact you uh, on social media or website, email, whatever you have. So you can contact me. Uh, my Instagram is yourfavorite.homeinspector. Uh, I put out a lot of great information, maintenance tips, uh, information for realtors to, you know, when you're going through houses, showing houses to clients, a lot of good little things to look for. Um, you can call me directly at 908-721-1825. Uh, and then my Housemaster website is housemaster.com. I mean, you'll find us there. Got it. Got it. And of course, we'll post all that up right here for those viewers on YouTube who are viewing in. So for those who have been listening, I want to thank you for tuning in again. Please do click like, subscribe. And notification bell. Follow us on whatever platform that you choose because we are on all of them uh, for the podcast episodes. And we are going to be revisiting this platform once again next week with another guest. So we are tapping into not only the home purchase and selling process, we are also diving into different uh, community related topics and having some community representatives and we even have a few restaurateurs coming up pretty soon in some uh, very, very nice locations, so stay tuned. So thanks again for joining. Feel free to also drop a comment or a question, and if there's something that you would like for us to discuss, discuss as a topic, drop that as well. So thanks again. Stay tuned and stay safe.